Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price. My name is Hannah. It's January and if you are somewhere in the north, it's likely cold and dreary. It's days like what it is at my house in the Pacific Northwest today that make me wish I was back in Florida. But weather aside, it's also January and the time where most people are on some form of a diet. And the one you've chosen is likely determined by what your friends are doing, what's getting the most advertising dollars, what maybe you've lost a little weight with before, or the diet that you've never tried and are hoping will finally result in that long-desired weight loss. For some of you, the keto diet might have ticked all of those boxes, but have you ever wondered what the right way to do a keto diet is? As a nutritionist, people are always asking me that question. And while my answer tends to go against the grain, it's the only healthy way to do a ketogenic diet. So today I'm going to answer that question, that what's the right way to do keto, and leave you with a solid foundation for doing a keto diet the right way, doing in a way that's sustainable and stewards your body well. The healthy way to do a keto diet, it's called plant-based keto. Don't run away. Plant-based keto is about giving vegetables a leading role along with the healthy fats and not about making you give up meat. So to do a keto diet right, you've got to get your body into ketosis. That's first and foremost. And before I explain ketosis, let me talk about calories for a minute. Your body needs calories from the foods that you eat so that you can healthily do everything you need to do each day. But there are good calories and there's not so good calories. We've talked about that before. Links in the show notes for some of the episodes talking about what healthy food actually consists of. Calories are turned into energy by your body or they're stored to be used when food calories are in short supply. With ketosis, your body is burning fat instead of sugar or glucose for energy. Your body prefers to burn sugar though because it's easy and that's how God made us. But God also created us with the ability to burn fat for fuel. Why do you do that? Because he created us to survive and sometimes foods in short supply. The fat you eat and have stored is converted into ketones because the sugar your body prefers isn't available. Your body stores fat because it's saving those fat calories for a potential famine or food shortage. Have I mentioned that we're fearfully and wonderfully made yet today? But there's a problem. Most people in Western-eyed cultures aren't familiar with food shortages. If you've been eating a standard American diet, aka SAD, for any length of time, your body has grown accustomed to a different kind of famine, a nutrient famine. And believe it or not, nutrients play a huge role in your body's ability to lose weight. 
standard American diet calories, sad calories, are more likely to be stored as fat in your body and they require less energy to digest. And because of this, you're more likely to struggle with weight when sad calories are a large part of your diet. Food quality along with quantity are both important in the weight loss game. That's why the best way to do a keto diet is the plant-based way. This way ensures that you're providing your body all the nutrients that it needs in order to lose or maintain a healthy weight. Before we dive into the plant-based vegetable aspect of a ketogenic diet, I want to give you a couple of ground rules though. First, keto diets are hard to do. They are not something that most restaurants, friends, or family know how to prepare food for. This means that you're going to need to plan and prepare your own keto meals. Yes, you can find plenty of unhealthy processed keto foods these days, but keto diets done the right way, the healthy way, don't rely on processed foods. Remember what I just said about food quality? If you're going to do your keto diet the right way, you've got to use the best quality foods that your budget allows for. There's no shortcut to healthy eating. No, you've just got to do it. So some keto ground rules. You need to eat whole foods. Whole foods aren't the foods that you buy at the store. Whole foods, they're the foods that God made. They're the foods that are minimally or completely unprocessed, contain ingredients you'd have in your kitchen, or are things a tribe in a foreign country could make. We have some more on episodes on whole foods and the foods God made. If you'd like to listen to those, they'll be linked in the show notes. Two, you need to eat a lot of fat. Fair warning, eating a whole lot of fat isn't easy. A true ketogenic diet is 75 to 80% fat. Just because you're eating meat doesn't mean you're getting the amount of fat that's needed to do keto the right way. A lot of the keto recipes that you find online aren't actually keto. They're just low-carb, high-protein, moderate-fat foods. Eating mostly fat is tough. You also need to eat mindfully. Your body is going to get full faster and stay full longer when you're doing a proper keto diet. That's because fat digests very slow and fills your belly up really quick. Learn to slow down and listen to your body's God-given hunger and fullness cues. If you would like to learn more about mindful eating, there's a link in the show notes on eating mindfully. Number four, keto diets do allow you to eat carbs. So you need to. Depending on the type of keto diet that you're using, because yes, there's a variety of different forms, you're going to And also it depends on how your body responds. You're going to need to eat somewhere between 20 and 150 grams of net carbs per day. 
You're probably wondering, maybe you've already done some Google searching, but net carbs, what in the world are those things? So you subtract the grams of fiber and any sugar alcohol if present. And foods with sugar alcohols, these are not foods that we should be eating. But anywho, you subtract those from the total carbohydrate grams in the food. So fiber minus sugar alcohol, take those and subtract them from the total carbohydrate grams. That's going to give you your net carbs. That's where that 20 to 150 grams of carbs you get to eat per day come from. Those are net carbs. So since I just told you to eat carbs, let's transition and explore the plant-based side of doing your keto diet the right way. Vegetables. Those are the carbs that you should be eating on a healthy keto diet. You can have other carbs and still maintain ketosis, but that's another episode for another day. Getting your 20 to 150 grams of carbohydrates from vegetables, that's the plant-based way of doing a keto diet. Non-starchy vegetables, they're full of vitamins, mineral, fiber, and phytonutrients that your body needs. Phytonutrients, these are the nutrients that give plants their color, their taste, and all of their unique health benefits. And those phytonutrients are also what help your body ward off all manner of sickness and disease. If there's one thing that scientists agree on, it's that people benefit when they make vegetables the star of their plate. There's been several huge studies looking at the quality of people's diet lately. And a couple of quotes from two of those studies. One huge meta-analysis said, people whose diets had lower nutritional quality, i.e. fewer fresh vegetables, legumes, and nuts, were more likely to develop some of the most common and deadliest forms of cancer. And another large study that looked at the quality of people's diet found people who stick to limited amounts of meats, dairy, and processed foods while fueling up on fiber-rich plant-based foods, including vegetables, whole grains, nuts, and yes, even carb-heavy beans, have some of the best health outcomes. You need your veggies. So, Keto done the right way, you've got to make it plant-based keto. And I know this isn't easy, but we're committed to honoring God with the information that we provide you so that this means the health and lifestyle information here at Bought at a Price is going to help you steward your amazing body amazingly well. So let's figure out the vegetable portion of your healthy keto diet. In the show notes, there is a link so that you can print out a list of non-starchy vegetables. If you are allowed 20 grams of, non- of net carbs per day, that in vegetable net carbs would be equal to two and a half cups of raw non-starchy vegetables or five cups of leafy greens. The good news is, there's more vet that's more vegetables than most people eat now. Even better news, 
at least it's good news in my opinion, when you do keto the right way and follow a plant-based approach, you're able to eat 50 to 150 grams of net carbohydrates per day. Do some multiplication and you're going to see that that's a whole lot of vegetables that you get to eat. 50 grams of vegetable net carbs, that's six and a quarter cups of raw veggies or 12 and a half cups of leafy greens. That's a health boosting pile of vegetables. And research shows eating about 10 servings of veggies and fruit per day is the magic number for optimal health. And eating 50 grams of plant-based carbs gets you really close. Little side note, some berries like blueberries, you can eat small amounts of those on a healthy plant-based keto diet. They're very, very high in fiber. So all those vegetables and all those healthy plant-based net carbs is also going to help you lose weight or maintain the weight that God created you to be. Want to know another little secret? If you change nothing about your diet except for the number of vegetables you eat, you'd change the way that you look and the way you feel. So for weight loss, let's get to that subject. Most women need between 1,000 and 1,400 calories per day. That's for weight loss. But there's always a myriad of other factors that come into play, like your activity level, whether or not you're pregnant or nursing, if you're struggling with any form of sickness and disease, lots of dot, dot, dots. If you want to ensure that your keto diet is properly tailored to your individual needs, I have a link in the show notes that will help you find a functional medicine practitioner in your area, and they'll be able to help ensure you're following a diet that's tailored to your unique body's needs. But since most of you are probably doing this weight loss thing on your own, I've provided you some help, a 1200 calorie plant-based keto serving size guide and a sample meal plan. There's a lot of different food categories, but we normally think of things in terms of fat, protein, and carbs. Those are called macronutrients. The problem is, is that many foods are a unique mix of those three things, and very few contain only one macronutrient. Because you're busy and nobody can sustain counting up their food for very long, we're going to skip that. I've got a PDF in the show note with the different fat, protein, and carbohydrate foods listed. They're all foods that you can enjoy on a plant-based keto diet. So, 1,200 calorie serving size. For fat, to get to 1,200 calories, you're going to, and follow a keto diet, you're going to need 78 grams of healthy fat. An average fat serving contains 5 grams of fat, so you're going to need 15 and a half servings of fat. For protein, you need 45 grams of good quality protein. There's 7 grams of protein per ounce on average, so you'll need roughly six and a half ounces. For carbs, 50 grams of non-starchy vegetables or the six and a quarter cups raw or 12 and a half cups leafy greens. So I know you're wondering what in the world that looks like in real life food form. 
So I've got a sample meal plan for you as well. And you can download a copy of it plus an extra day's meal plan in the show notes. So for breakfast, that could be a two egg omelet with two cups of spinach cooked in two teaspoons of avocado oil and serve it with half of an avocado. For lunch, have a two ounce organic buffalo burger and serve that over three cups of dark leafy greens and a half cup of raw veggies. You can dress that with two teaspoons of olive oil, apple cider vinegar, garlic, and your choice of herbs and spices. And then put the other half of your avocado on top of that. For dinner, two ounces of wild-caught salmon, a cup of steamed broccoli, two cups of leafy greens, and then drizzle everything with a mix of three teaspoons olive oil, unseasoned rice vinegar, half teaspoon of sesame oil, some ginger, and some garlic. Now, some of you might only be eating two meals per day. So if you're doing that, combine the breakfast and lunch meal into one big meal to kickstart your day with. You want the largest meal of your day to occur earlier in the day when your body's active and actually needs the energy provided by the food that you're eating. If you're planning to follow a plant-based keto diet for a significant amount of time, though, you're going to want to keep meals simple. Stock your fridge with non-starchy veg and wash and chop them as soon as you bring them home. Portion out your proteins, prepare a couple of different dressings, so adding flavor to your food is as simple as grabbing a bottle from the fridge. And if you run out of time for making your own dressing, I'd recommend grabbing a dressing by Primal Kitchen or Tessa Mays. But try your hand at making your own first. It's so much cheaper and way easier than you think. Just let your taste buds guide the way. So following a keto diet isn't easy, but if you're committed to doing it, at least promise me that you're going to do it right and make plants the highlight of each meal. As I touched on last week, Diets don't work. And if there was a diet that actually worked for weight loss, we wouldn't have repurposed fads every single year. And despite being the newest weight loss fad, keto's actually been around for almost 100 years, just not for weight loss. It was and still is one of the best ways to treat drug-resistant epilepsy. And just last week, the U.S. News and World, World Report came out with their annual report on diets and of, I can't remember how many diets they researched, but it was somewhere between 35 and 50. And guess what? The keto diet came in second to last place. Why? Because it's not sustainable. It's not healthy as it's traditionally followed. It's not family friendly. It really, it doesn't tick any health boosting or long-term life-sustaining boxes. So if you take the word keto out of the equation though, and just look at low-carb diets, there's a lot of health-promoting benefits. Low-carb diets can boost your brain health, your energy levels. They can improve pain levels. They result in better insulin sensitivity and so much more. So if you're going to do anything, I would really encourage you to focus on more of a healthy, whole foods, plant-based, low-carb diet. 
But if you're committed to following a keto diet, I did want to provide you with the healthy way to do it. Remember, non-starchy vegetables, regardless of the type of diet or meal plans you choose to follow, non-starchy vegetables should still cover the bulk of your plate. And if you only remember one thing from this episode, I'd want you to remember to always be skeptical, skeptical, tongue twist, of the latest miracle weight loss diet, be it keto or any other passing fad. No matter what diet you follow, remember, eat lots of veggies. A plant-based diet fits with all diets, keto included. I pray the food you eat is eaten because you're wanting to steward your body amazingly well. God bless.